This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio. What's up, everybody? We back here at Unique Radio. Uh, I am happy here. We got Jimmy and, and Medina. What's going on, everybody? Hello. Medina's, Medina's joining us via the global satellite network. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I think we got to give that also to Ricky because Ricky's not here yeah. yet. So he's running a little late. So excuse Ricky's me. not joining us via anything right now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know what he did. I hope he knows what he's doing on the road. I don't want him texting I, and driving anyway. No. Yeah. Maybe his car didn't start again, guys. Remember, he was having some ignition problems. Yeah, well, yeah. what does he have? A, does he have a mobile site problem too with his phone, his mobile exactly. device? <laughs> This, so, this is true. Ricky's so a bad shoot. enough driver as it is. We don't Come want to multitask. I think Ricky's him. getting all excited about what's going on with the whole Mayweather and Connor fight, right? Absolutely. That's his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. his whole thing. Like, he's all excited, I'm yeah. sure. So I, I said, you know what? I saw it pop up on my laptop, like, and I thought I was looking at things, you know, like seeing things. I'm like, Mayweather and Connor fight happening in August. I was like, this can't be. Sure enough, they're having the fight on August 26th. Yep. It's crazy. It's confirmed. I it's bet official. you I can. I bet you it's a definitely official, and I and I I gotta almost guarantee the fight's gonna be at MGM. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> it say is in so. Las Vegas, <laughs> of course. No, we know it's in Vegas, obviously. Right. They, they, oh. they ain't going to, but it's gonna be at MGM. They, they must have like a a private like uh, I don't know. They have a private private line direct to Mayweather, right? And say, hey, listen, you gotta fight. That's here. his place. That's his place. That's his home. He ain't gonna yeah. lose neither. Well, I mean, just going by I don't know if he is by here. all the con- by all the concessions that McGregor has made that I've read so far, mm-hmm. I doubt that he would be able to pick the location. He can't kick, he can't wrestle, he can't win. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. No, I he, can't say that he can't anybody, do anything. It's crazy. Any, it can't be anybody's given night. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, we are. St- you know, we just wanted to start off this uh, segment talking about Mayweather and Connor because Ricky's not here. You right. enjoyed this, Ricky. You were <laughs> I here. Know, I was say, well, this is his go-to. I know, yeah. so he ain't here. That's why I threw it out there. But you know, we got a lot oh going God. on. So, that's messed up. I just wanted to tease him a little bit. <laughs> so at least we got to be, to we gotta be real careful because when he edits this, he's probably just going to like grab a mic and talk into it and insert himself. <laughs> that's in. okay. That's all right. Well, well, no, he's not here, so you can't just be inserting yourself. <laughs> this is unique radio, <laughs> my man. But check it out. No, everybody, we have a great show. I got a good friend of mine. He's one of our team members. He's he's family. His name is Sage. He's a father. By the way, it's going to be Father's Day tomorrow. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about that. And for all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Yes. You know, and have a great, you know, day. Enjoy it. Whatever you want to do. Barbecue. You want to kick your feet up. You want to tell your wife to go move the garbage. Right. Do whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? This is your day. The fathers. You want to wash your car. You want to hang out in the garage with the kids and look at the car. Do whatever. Make the kids go do everything that you want them to do. You know, it's the Father's Day. I mean, I enjoy it. I take it to the next, next level. I bet you do. Oh, I do. (laughs) I try to use Father's Day every week, (laughs) but it doesn't work all the time. But um, Medina, do you notice the commercials that usually for Father's Day, it's very minimal. But when it's Mother's Day, when it's Mother's Day, there's a commercial every five minutes. Please buy yourself a chain. Right. Buy your loved one a heart. Diamonds. (laughs) Flowers, chocolates. Flowers, chocolates, outfits, lingerie. 
Victoria's Secret. I'm like, yeah, that could be a nice Use one. promo code mom. <laughs> you know? Well, for the men, it's like the new craftsman tool belt. You know? It's like yeah, that I, kind of stuff. That's the commercials I see anyway. that's it. It's true. Like, yeah, come to Lowe's. Come right. to Home Depot. I don't want to fix the fence. Yeah, get a, lo- <laughs> get a lawnmower, get tools. Yeah. It's all stuff designed for you to do more stuff around the house. No, that's house, what you use landscapers for. Yeah. That's what you, trust me, I, I, my director, Russell, big shout to Russell, feel better. My man used the chainsaw just to help out his neighbor and the wife. And one of the, Russell wound up cutting his arm open. I'm like, oh. come on, dude. I mean, yo, he sent me a picture. My man had a big, big gash in his forearm. I'm like, oh my. So I told him, Russell, do me a favor, stick to directing. Right. Leave the landscaping and tree cutting to somebody for the else. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> Oh, man, feel you, better, though. Oh, Russell's accident. We used to do it on ourselves, and my <laughs> father was like, F this, and he finally invested into a uh, a landscaping company. Now, Medina, when like, you said we do yeah. the, we did the lawn ourselves, did you mean your dad, or did you got, did you and your oh, sister no. get involved, too? When my sister See and I that. were old enough, guess who was mowing the lawn and raking the leaves and shoveling snow? I actually still shovel snow to this day. But the all that stuff my sister and I did. My my parents we we got we went to work, man. That was the best investment I ever made. Oh, that's oh, is getting that Aaron's. Oh, the Aaron snow snow blower. Let me oh. tell you, that thing uh, cuts like a yeah. That thing cuts like butter out there. So let me just snow stood snow stood away from my compound. This <laughs> isn't. I don't want Will bringing out the orange crush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But let's not talk about snow. Let's talk about the weather. The flowers is out. The allergies are kicking sometimes. Right. The but, weather has officially changed here. Oh, my God. It's 100 degrees this week. It was ridiculous. Even the oh, yeah. even the flies was not. They, they were starving. It was it was they were suffocating. <laughs> they were suffocating out there. Dude. It know, was bad. It was bad. They, they were ducking like for cover. <laughs> so hold up. I wound up getting this umbrella. <laughs> so I put this umbrella up in the beach. The flies was this ho- the horse flies was so hot out there in the sun they wanted to come inside the the tent to get the the, the shade. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh nah, they were also eating everybody alive. It was ridiculous. But um, oh my god! I don't know what you guys do in the hot. It was it was hot out this it week. It was very well, hot. I'm I'm in the city, so you know during the day, my pretty pretty much when I wake up in the morning, I, it's just going into work. So it's not as hot in the morning. But on my way out, I'm walking to the subway, so I definitely feel it. It's around that, like, you know, 5 o'clock time. Do you and feel it in your it's feet? Just, oh, my. Can I tell you? I really do feel it in my feet. Like, it's hot. And then on top of that, because the weather is hot, you know, like, a lot of people let their dogs pee outside. And there's, like, all the food getting cooked. And then there's, like, garbage. So, like, all those smells. Wait, in the city of Manhattan? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you smell everything. Manhattan it's so is gross. Clean. And then, Stop. And then you go down and you're into hoping the subway. It, you're hoping it's dog urine. Yeah. Oh my god. And then uh. you go down into the subway because I take the subway, and it's just like sometimes it gets so crowded and people's like armpits are in your face, and it's just like this is the last thing I want to deal with when it's when it's like blazing hip hop and R and B outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I, I took the train one time. What? <laughs> I mean, like recently, like uh, maybe like okay. about five years ago. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh do my it. god, that's. <laughs> I was yeah, in Long was Island the last City. Time he was on the train. I had to go see Mr. Govin, right? So we had, I had to go down the Wall Street. So it was that number seven train from yes. Long Island City on Vernon. My favorite. It train. was only a couple of stops. It was only a few stops also. Right. And let me tell you, it was blazing hot in that cart. That 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 train car was so hot. The dude had his arms up, and I was like, "Yo." <laughs> This ain't definitely for me. I got to be driving in my car. I don't care. I'd rather sit in traffic in the nice AC right. with the Pay music. 
pay a toll. Yeah. And, and, it's and worth it. Chilling. It's definitely worth it because you don't know what the dude is sneezing. The other one is coughing. Right. You're listening to two people yell on the phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is too much. Yeah. It, it's it's, a it's not a great experience. No, And it's it was not. short. It was a very, just a couple of stops, but right. it was long enough for me. It's oh, it's yeah, the no. worst when you're going down, like when you're descending in the summertime into the subway and it gets like, you could Dark. feel like the hot steam yeah, no, I coming like up. I oh, like that's that. the worst. Yo, did you ever get, st- I never got stuck on a train, but no, I hear all going. these horror stories. I'm oh so my glad. God. Imagine if you get stuck inside there and it's hot. And it's hot. Yeah, well, I think that's they're what suing. Happened, like two, like a week ago, last week, yeah, the, one of the trains <laughs> yeah, during are. the busy rush hour literally stopped under the tunnel in between like Broadway and Lafayette and 14th Street for 45 minutes. Oh, for, wow! With no lights or AC, and this is when the weather was still decent out. It wasn't like it wasn't like 100 degrees yet. It was still like nice weather. Oh, I'd be I'd be so pissed. Oh no, they were definitely oh, yeah, pissed. No. They oh, were yeah. interviewing these people. They were pissed off. Right. My man said, "I'm <laughs> suing them." I'll say, good luck. Every- yeah. Good luck. Everybody's suing the city. Exactly. <laughs> Get online. MTA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But today, but today I will say it was it was actually really surprisingly nice out. I guess like the, the hot weather finally broke. Oh, so yeah. it was a really nice breeze. I imagine that out on, you know, out east it was probably at least five degrees cooler. Oh, so. it's beautiful. It's very Breezy. Nice. Oh, very nice. Everybody got the cars out. Uh everybody's, you know, washing, waxing, you know, watching, you know, the beautiful Sun, they, they're expecting great weather this weekend for all the fathers out there. Except for Sunday. Of course. Right. But the M- Mother's Day was nice. I mean, hopefully we get a little nice weather. It'd be yeah. nice, you know, for a change. Yeah, so do you guys have any plans? I mean, listen, you both, you're both our dads, and you both have, you know, beautiful kids. And, like, are you guys planning on doing anything? Like, what are your plans? Um, I'm going to just spend the time with my family. I can't wait, you know. Probably just hang out, eat some food, have, you know. And just really just spend time with the kids. You know, who knows? Just sit back and watch them do things for me. What are you going to do, Jimmy? Awesome. Well, this is my first Father's Day, so. Yes, happy fa- first Father's Day, Thank Jimmy. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 you talk about Lola so much. It's like I, I keep on forgetting it's your first Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, it is. It's my first one. Because so. he celebrates Father's Day every week. <laughs> Well, you know, there's that song, right? It goes, "Whatever Lola wants." Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we play Lola that. Again. We play that for her. <laughs> no, um, but no. So, all serious aside, what are, you, what are you doing for your first Father's Day? Uh, so it's my first one. So I don't know what the whole plan is. There's some secret, but we are going to brunch at the Cheesecake Factory with the family. Nice. And uh, yeah, my brother-in-law and the kids and all that other stuff. So we'll see what happens. All that's all I know that's happening for sure, and the rest of it's supposed to be a surprise. I'm so. sure they got a little surprise for you. Yeah, for sure. Father's Day. Sure, Lola got Aww. something special yeah. set so, up. We'll see. Yes, make sure she has her milk. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be pissed off. But no, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, Happy Father's Day again to everyone out there that's fathers. Since it's Father's Day, what is your favorite story of you and your dad, Aww. Jimmy? What is your favorite story? Uh, that's a good one. Um, that you share, that you can remember. Not necessarily Father's Day, just any story. No, right? no, just any story that brings to, you know, like, damn, you know, that's my pops. I used to, uh, every summer when when we used to live in Las Vegas, um, every summer when I'd be out of school, my dad used to take me to work. Uh, and he worked in uh, a lot of the major casinos out there. And uh, I would get to, like, hang out in his office. That's and, cool. Yeah, and at one of the particular hotels, his office was in the showroom. So 
I got to hang out. I got to go like backstage, see all the shows. The showgirls. Yeah, the showgirls, the whole nine yards. So oh, you, that, that's cool, Dad. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely fun. So um, that's a very it's a unique experience. You know, not too many not too many people get to see that, let alone kids. So yeah. I had a great time with that. How about you? What, uh, what about you, Medina? What is your you know m- moment of you and your dad? That that brings... I'm actually getting really emotional already thinking about this because I have so many moments with my dad. I have to say my dad is a really, really amazing, not only father, but just like as a man, like as a human being, he's just like really, really awesome. And, uh, oh my God, I'm going to cry you guys because you know, my dad's not here right now because he's currently in deployment. So I'm not going to be able to be with him on Sunday, but, um, so give him a shout out, give him a shout out. What what would you like to say to him? What, What would you like to say to him? That I love you so much and you basically thank you for my life. Thank you for my education, for the lights in the house, for the food on the table, for for everything. But uh, I always remember like so there's this one one quick story and I'll never forget it. Um, I always used to kind of, you know, catch feelings on my sister like, oh, man, why does you know, like kind of like jealousy, like why does my sister get to do this and this and I'm doing this and this and blah, 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 blah. And one day he like. He showed me like he put his his hand up to my face. He's like, look at my hand. And I'm like, okay. He's like, are any of the fingers on my hand the same? I said, no. He's like, you see, they all have different widths. They all have different lengths. He's like, but they're all on the same hand. He's like, that's you and your sister. He's like, you come from the same hand, but you're just different. He's like, and that's it. That's your life. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, I don't know. He just always had a way of saying things that just kind of, I don't know, just made me look at life really differently and and not be such a hater, I guess. That's but special. That's great. That, that's, a, that's a great story. Mine's, uh, you know, obviously that, that, that's a unique situation because my dad, you know, he was around. Um, he, he's not with me anymore. He passed away for, you know, from cancer. Um, yeah. You know, I, I miss Sorry. my dad. You know, you know, we had a, a very unique relationship. He left when I was younger. Um, but my, you know, but, but he is who I am today. I mean, I just, you know, I always looked up to my dad cause he was always strong. Like he was always strong. He never feared nothing. Um, always set things the way they, they are and the way it is. Um, it, you know, and, and, but he, he was funny, always cracked a lot of jokes, but you know, I do miss him a lot, you know, and I wish, you know, I just, you know, he wish he was still around. He could see my kids and stuff like that. But you know, um, and then, you know, my grandfather, my grandfather's my rock. I mean, he definitely, you know, he he raised me, and my grandfather is, man, I, I miss him so dearly. Like he would be, um, he would be going crazy over this fight, you know, like this McGregor and right uh, McGregor and Mayweather. And Mayweather fight. Yeah, he's just a fight fan. Nice. And you know, he worked in, in City Hall, and he was very proud. He was a politician and was into you know work for the courts and. My grandfather did everything the right way. He was a merchant marine. Uh, oh wow! Strong, strong man. Um, you know, talk about your fingers. You know, he lost a, a pinky, and he would always show me that. I don't, I don't. You know, the true story was that you know he said that when they bring a whale and they bit his finger. I, I always wanted to. Know, <laughs> I wanted to talk to one of his friends to just find that out. But I know my grandfather would never lie to me. You know, what I'm saying he just he raised me and my brother Bobby, and he was always there for me no matter what. I mean, he would he would do everything for me you know he's the he's the first one that got me my first pressure washer for detailing 
And I remember yeah. he, we went to this uh, this convention in, in Atlanta. It was the Internet International Wash Car, Car Wash Association, the ICA. Nice. So we went to this Atlanta uh, convention, and we're walking around. It's my first convention. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was looking for different waxes and different systems and different formulas and techniques and looking at seminars. I was I was crazy, just like amazed about what was going on in this detail world and car wash. And we saw this pressure washer, and I was like, you know, I was like, Papi, you know, not for nothing. I'm tired of washing cars with a garden hose. It would be nice to get a pressure washer. So all of a sudden, like at the last day of the convention, you see him walking with this thing. I'm like, what are you doing with that? He goes, I bought you your pressure washer. Now you don't have to worry about the garden hose. He goes, we're going to carry wow. this. He goes, I said, Papa, they could ship it to us. He goes, no, we're carrying this shit home. <laughs> Nice, yo. We took this thing with us on the plane. Yeah, but I wonder where he, I wonder where you got that from. <laughs> yo, yo. He was like, I bought it. We're taking it now with us. Exactly. Yo, my grandfather was amazing, amazing man. He was, he was so he, yo, he was all about me and me and Bobby and my mom. Like no doubt, he just was always there for his family. Always a hundred percent, hundred percent. Hey, Will, was this? This is your mom's father. Father, yes, my mom's father. We'll get to the other story about. You know, Senor Castro. <laughs> That's nice. another story. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, that was um, my 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 mom's father, Bonnie Fascio. Um and you know, I, I I I carry his picture in my in my my daily car every day. Yep. So he's in there with me. Yeah, he's my guardian angel. Yeah. So I love you, Bobby. Oh. It's funny though, because you know, I I've been fortunate enough to to be with you long enough that obviously I, I've met your mom. A, a million times and had the chance to hang out with her and I see where what you get from her and I did get the chance to meet your dad a few times and I could definitely see between hanging out with your mom spending you know a little bit of time with your dad and all the stories that you told about your grandfather I could definitely see the mix that made Will Castro and it's uh, it's, it's definitely very it's interesting yeah, and unique that's yes, for sure yeah I mean, I I definitely wouldn't uh, like I said. I wish my I wish both of them were here today. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, with me spending these uh, you know precious moments that we're having now, and you know I think that uh, they look from above, and and you know my grandfather always said, "Yo, well, you're gonna you're gonna do something." I said, eh, "I hope so." You know what I'm saying? And you know he's always been there for for me and my my brother Bobby and my father. You know my father was uh, you know like I said he I look up to him as well. He 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 is the G, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He was a, definitely an OG, and I, I know where I get that stuff from. So my dad was definitely uh, that guy, an um, LES, you know nice. for sure. Um, but we got it. Listen to me. Another father is Sage. Yes, one of my team members. Let me tell you something. Sage, I gotta you know I gotta tell you this guy is a a unique, phenomenal audio fabricator. I call him the triple threat. That's always been my my nickname for him. And the reason why I always call him the triple threat, my man could do anything from wheels to suspension to, uh, you know, audio to body kits. My man is, he's just, he gets it in. I mean, right. he really does. He's amazing. And I remember when I met him at the, the, at the hotel in Miami and uh, he was like, well, I'm your guy. And I was like, man, you know what? I, I think he is. He, he, even though the laptop shut off, 
in between his whole presentation to me, but I just knew that he was that guy. And I said, man, it'll be he'll be a perfect wingman for Mad Dog. I had a great team down in Miami. You do not want to miss uh, what this man has to say. My man is super talented, super fabrication. This guy is, is amazing. I'm telling you, he's making things happen in Miami. I'm really proud of him, number one. Uh, not only that, he, he, you know, I remember when he had his uh, baby. When we was when he had his baby boy, we, he was working with me in Miami. Uh, him and Isis, and and you know, Sage has been down from day one when I came down to Miami, and he's always been a unique dude. And he has a new business down there. He's flourishing. I'm so proud of him. Um, that's what this is all about. It's about giving back, teaching, and I love when I when I see guys that work with me or work. I, I always say work with me, right. not they work for me, because um, it's all about team. But when they branch off and they do things on their own and they're successful, man, I'm like a proud daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wow, he's doing his thing. So even just a little bit, if he learned something just a little bit and he used something that we did at Unique, I- I'm really happy. Yeah. And I, you it know, makes listen, proud. I could say that, you know, obviously I'm still working with you, mm-hmm. but. Um, like I said, in the amount of time that I've been here, I, I can't even tell you how much I've learned and, you know, and grown as a person and, uh, you know, as a business person and just, so I can only imagine all the people that, that have ever worked with you, all the stuff that they've learned. And it's really, it's really amazing. And hopefully one of the things that we could do with this show is for those people who don't have the opportunity to work for you, maybe they can learn a little something too. And yeah, you want to stay tuned. Listen to my man Sage. He he got sounds good stereo in Miami. You know, in Florida, he's doing his thing. Stay tuned. He's coming up next. Unique Radio. The shops that I worked at before were more mainly audio. I wasn't in charge of doing interiors and wheels and tires and everything. With Will, we did complete projects from head to toe. Audio, wheels and tires, suspension, lighting, dealing with the paint. Before, I just mainly concentrated on audio. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary brands of Harman International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected car, connected services, lifestyle audio, or professional solutions, the brands of Harman International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harman.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. You can check out all my updates, everything on my social, on Twitter and Instagram at I am Will Castro. So welcome, everybody, back to Unique Radio. And I got a great friend of mine. He's got a ton of experience and a lot of things in car audio, aftermarket, trucks, boats, buses. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Sage Ware. He is, uh, I don't know if you probably remember him, but he's been on Team Unique for many, many years. I met Sage a long time ago when I was down in Miami. And uh, welcome to the station. What's going on, Thanks Sage? Thanks for having me. Nah, thank you for making time for us, man. Yeah, man, no problem, anytime. So, Sage, I think one of the questions that people really want to know the most is how did you meet Will? Well, I had a uh, a longtime friend down here. He actually saw uh, Will in Kmart 
I think he was buying underwear or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he approached him and said, "Hey, I got a friend that's you know that does car audio and stuff." And um, that's how we linked up, actually, through a, a long friend. Right. And uh, so it was all over Will's blue light special. And huh? I hit Will up, and I you know wanted to get a job with him. So. Yeah, what was that guy doing in the boxer section? What he's watching me fucking buy him the whiz. Oh, he's spying <laughs> on you, I think. <laughs> So it all, it all started over a blue light special? No, I had the polka dot yeah. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in Miami. You got to come up with these cool colors. Nice. <laughs> yep. No, so, um, so tell me what, you know, obviously I want everybody to know what your experience is, how many years you've been doing this for, where's your shop now, you know, what's the name of your shop, and what are you really uh, focused in, and, and what are you actually, you know, doing? All right. Well, I've been doing this for about 20 years now, professionally. Um, started out, I mean, it's pretty much the only thing I've ever done is work in a car stereo shop. My first job, you know, I interned at a high school at a shop in uh, actually Tallahassee, Florida. And then I ended up moving down to Miami and working at some in two different shops. Um, and then I... Uh, I met Will and started working for Unique, and then I went back to a uh, shop that I worked for for a little while, and then I got the opportunity to buy it, and the the shop's called Sounds Good Stereo. It's been in business in Miami for you know, 30 years, I believe. Yes, um, we did all stuff on Holmes Carter. And now I'm the owner of Sounds Good mm-hmm. here in South Florida. Nice. Um, Sage, what was the... What was the difference in in the car audio shops that you worked at before, um, and then when you started working for Unique in Miami? What was the big difference? Get them out quick. The big difference was the shops that I worked at before were more, you know, just mainly audio. Um, not so. I wasn't. I wasn't in charge of doing you know interiors and and wheels and tires and everything. You know. With Will, we did complete projects from head to toe, you know, audio, wheels and tires, suspension, lighting, you know, dealing with the paint. You know, before I just mainly did concentrated on audio, and then I did some wheels and tires, so I had some experience with that from the get-go. Nice. So that really kind of, it really kind of broadened your horizons a little bit, and it's it's funny because people, you know, people see the show and, you know, they, they they get a little bit of an idea of what it's like to work in the shop, you know, but people don't realize you don't ever, you don't see everything on TV. What, what all goes into the project. So give people a little bit of, um, a little bit of insight on what it's like to work on a project and be filmed for a TV show at the same time. Oh boy. <laughs> Yo, let oh, me tell wow. you, yeah, Sage will, okay. Sage used to come in. I, I'll be honest. Like he used to, the first time I met Sage, he came to the internet, uh was it the Intercontinental Hotel? Yep. Yeah, so it was the Intercontinental, yeah. He came there and met with me. I said, listen, Sage's so like, listen, I want to really uh, apply for the job that you got. You know, you're opening up a shop in Miami. I'm the baddest dude. Trust me, I, I can handle anything you can throw at me on audio. I was like, man, let me meet this guy. So he, he, they through a mutual friend, they set it up, and he comes down to the to the uh, hotel right 
and I think he's going to remember this. I hope you need so. to make me sound a little more humble than that. I yeah. don't think I would say something like that. Yeah, but hold on. So, no. so he brings this laptop. He brings this laptop. And I said, let me see what you have. And he shows me. Um, no, no. No. Humbling. Sage is mad humble. He goes, but I got. I, no, you definitely do. You were very confident in your work that you did. And, and that's mm-hmm. the truth. Because you brought a laptop. And he opened it up, and he started showing me. Yeah, he showed me this. He shows me this laptop, and it's going through like about four photos, and the laptop dies. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) So he goes, "All right, well, listen, you get you get the drift." I can do. I was like, "Well, I definitely could," because I got to see four photos, and I knew right off the bat just talking with Sage. Um, he he was definitely um eager, ambitious. Humble and very knowledgeable. That's what I did see, and right. he also knew that we had, um, you know, Mad Dog with us at the time. We were he saw that we were putting a a serious team together, and I'm like, man, yeah. I think that Sage could really be part of this team and and make this even better. So who all was down there? Who was oh, part of the man. team? We we had a bunch of guys. We I think we had about eight guys or seven guys. You know, I brought down um, Bouj- uh, Buju came down, uh, Chico was there, Troy was there. Um, and then we had um, Mad Dog came. Uh, he helped me out in New York, and then he obviously was the shop guy that, and manager that was handling everything. Then we brought on Sage. Then we brought on uh, Johnny. The, uh, then we had was it Raul? I don't know. Then we had a, we had just a bunch of people, and uh, we had Alex doing the driving. We had the Saint. Yeah. I mean, we had a bunch of guys. We had a great team. And uh, who who else did I have down there? Yeah, you know, the the team was oh, you had a great team down there. You had some of the best upholstery team. guys, you know, in the business with Buju working down there. Yeah, and then you know also you know then Sage uh, Sage brought in other people as well. You know what I'm saying? You know friends that he had. Yeah. Um, you know it just it just really built uh, built a lot of uh, relationships. You know I think that Miami was great. Uh, it was a beautiful shop. We set up a beautiful facility. And um, one of the things I do remember is, you know, Sage was like, man, well, you're bringing in a lot more work than we could put out with the team and especially to do the quality work that they want to do. And, right. and, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but we have to keep it in a time frame where we can get things done. And that's probably the most probably frustrating thing uh, out of yeah, all things. Yeah, we pushed the envelope. We worked a lot of long hours and Sundays and all that stuff to get the, get the cars out and, and do them to, you know, the best of our ability and make sure no corners were cut yeah we, we had a we had a squad down there yeah i was that, was, that nice. was one of my better teams man I, I i gotta say that and um and sage you know i remember uh yeah talk about that like walk somebody through uh like a, an inspiring installer that's coming out of high school or you know a technical school that wants to get into this business of you know car audio or Sage is a, I, I call him a triple threat. He can do it all. He really can. I mean, if you if if he could if you could put him in front of a sewing machine, he'll probably figure it out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so, on my list of things to figure out. <laughs> yeah, he's, sure. he, he's already working. He, on he'll it. do it. He'll do it all. Like lower the car. On that. You yeah. see that? Lower the car, rims, tires, uh, exhaust. I mean, he brakes. Sage could pretty much do it all, and, and that's why he's so successful now in his business, and he's very uh, meticulous. Uh, to detail, yeah. and um, he has a great reputation down there. Uh, he goes to all the sound offs, um, but I want you to try to really, really inspire you know these young kids that want to get into the business and what to look for and and 
not to really do it. If you're young and you want to get into the business, the best thing I can suggest, and like here at my shop that we would love to have, is a kid that comes and wants to intern and wants to learn, because we need to embrace the next generation in this industry and find people that are, you know, passionate about this and want to learn. And we need to, as a as a industry, we need to support them. We need to, you know take them under our wings and and show them what we know so we can get the next generation because i'm getting older and we're not finding new new talent out there and i know there's got to be we just have to uh we have to support them and encourage them them into our shops and show them show them the ropes and try to teach them And, and that's true and that's why they have all these you know like mobile solution uh you know training facilities and and you yeah, know, there's a lot of lot of good training facilities out there. Brian's, you know, doing a, a a good thing with for the industry, you know, training. But it also needs to happen at at you know in your local community. Yes. To, you know, high school students do whatever you can. You know, BOCES. Well, yeah, one exactly. one of the most encouraging things that I think we that we heard recently is we were meeting with uh, someone who's kind of in charge of a, of a big program out here on Long Island and. Um, what he's really finding is, as what he told us was a, a lot of the kids aren't really interested in doing traditional mechanical work, like working at a, you know, at a, at a dealership or, you know, whatever it may be. But he finds that a lot of the kids that are w- wanting to get into the automotive program really want to do what we do. And that's the customization part. So hopefully yeah, maybe we haven't seen exactly. Maybe we haven't seen that recently, but I think coming yeah. up in the future, we might have like a nice little wave of new uh, new people wanting to come into the industry. Yeah, because my biggest thing is you can teach technique on how to use a router and how to wire up a system and all the things you know that we have to know, but you can't teach creativity. That has to come naturally. Yeah, that's and what do you see? You know, and you- that's really really hard to find. Have you found it when you've been, uh, you know, since now that you have your own shop? Um, I mean, I have I have a guy that started out with me from high school. That mm-hmm. sounds good. He was an intern, and he's, you know, he's a he's he's passionate about this industry. This is what he wants to do. So he he he, he absorbs as much as he can. You know, I, I, he doesn't go to trainings a lot because it's expensive to go to trainings. You know, you spend two, three grand to fly out to to Arizona for a training. But uh, we we stay up with you know the the social media and what other people are doing, and and always have the right right equipment here at the shop and the test tools. And you know, he he makes the effort to to learn everything and all the new techniques and all the new cars and stuff. So Sage, I think. You know, I think you hit it right on the head. You know, training is expensive. So if you're coming into the industry as someone new, maybe, you know, maybe you can't afford yet to go out to training. But, you know, having a network of other shops and other people that you trust in the business that you can kind of talk to and and exactly. uh, go over that type of stuff. That that's like a great um, that's like a great intermediary. And if you can't afford the training yet, just really learning yeah, as much as you can be, from the need, shop. Like that I you're said in. again, it needs to be done at the local level. All the shops out there that want to have a future in this industry need to embrace these kids coming out of school and, and train them and get them involved. What are you working on in your shop right now? A lot of stuff. We're 
super busy. We're doing um like the last couple at my projects. shop now. We we just we just do audio. We mm-hmm. don't do wheels and tires. We don't do any of that stuff. We we concentrate strictly on audio. That's awesome. Um, we work big, on right now. We're working on a Ferrari four eight eight for a full audio upgrade. We have a Ferrari Testarossa in for a full audio upgrade, and then we have an old school and a monster truck. Nice. So, wow. What are you actually putting in? Busy. What kind of speaker components you're putting in in the Ferrari? Uh, the main brand we use are the Orca family of products: Focal, Moscone, Illusion. Nice, nice. You know, we use the mobile solution templates. We have, you know, have your typical setup. So, what do you? Uh, so, obviously, you got to have someone that's experienced to take those kind of cars apart. So, you're pretty much doing that you know yourself or you have someone that's helping you do that well i have my guy alex that works with me he's been you know with me since he got out of high school um he's worked at another shop for a while and then when i opened up i could finally afford to you know have him work here with me so he he's he's the take the car apart wire it up and i I try to do as much fabrication as i can he also does fabrication you know, because he was trained from from not knowing anything right under my wing to being able to do it. I, I can leave and he can do the car just as good as I can now. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. So, Sage, why? Yeah, which is important. Yeah, Very important. 100%. It's all about the team. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, Sage. Why just focus on audio? Because it's complicated. Um, what we're seeing now is most shops can't do audio properly. Because they're not, they're not, you know, these new cars are, you can't change the radio like you used to be able to. They have real complicated, you know, Harman Kardon or Burmeister or, you know, all these high-end cars have these complicated systems in it. So we have to have a lot of expensive test equipment to analyze the, the audio in the car. We have to get DSB training. I mean, I can go on for days about all the different things we have to have and the knowledge we have to stay on top of to get these cars done properly. That's amazing. So you're really yeah. just taking it to, listen, this is this is what we're going to specialize in, and we're going to do it the right way and forget all yeah, the other narrow stuff. Narrow and deep. Very you good. know, we, we concentrate on what we're really good at, and we do a really good job every time. Where do you see the future of this industry going? Well, hopefully... These manufacturers will figure out how to make cars drive themselves so we can uh, sit back and relax and enjoy enjoy the music a little bit better. You know, that's where I, I, I see it going, hopefully. Um, another thing is this industry is going to thin out. There's going to be less and less of us doing it because it's getting a lot more complicated and people aren't training the new generation. So it's going to end up being just a select few shops out there doing what we do and do you think that i know you you spoke before about how important you feel it is to train the new generation do you think people Mm -hmm. are really uh going to take that on or uh, do you think that you know what what do you how do you see it going down besides just telling people that they need to to help out what do you really think i mean the generation that i see now is the youtube generation you know 
people watching YouTube on how to build a box and how to install a stereo and, and doing it themselves. Um, we try to, you know, if, if one of those kids calls our shop and has a question, we, we invite them to the shop and we share all our knowledge with them and try to help them out as much as we can because we know they don't have, you know, they don't have a lot of money to spend on an audio system, but they want to do it themselves. So we really try to, you know, embrace them and help them out with what they're doing and, and, and point them in the right direction. And hopefully they'll be like, man, this place is awesome. I, I really want to do this for a living. So you've been doing this for 20 years. So it's kind of the, we're kind of in the second wave of the internet changing this business. You, you remember when, much, yeah. when Google first came out and it kind of really hurt the industry because, you know, prices were available for products. But what we really had was our knowledge and, you know, what what we could do at each shop to that you couldn't do but now that's on youtube because people are putting it up there how to how to do all this yeah, stuff yeah but still i mean we don't sell brands per se we sell what we do right. you know when you come to our shop you're coming for a service you're not coming just to buy some product and leave right you know our products are basically our toolbox do you think that you know? uh do you think that shops that are putting um, their techniques online and how they do uh, certain things. Do you think that's hurting the industry, or do you do you like that? Absolutely that's out there? not. No, I think it's making industry awareness excellent, and I'm happy they're doing that because they're show some guys are showing the right way to do it, and obviously, you know, some are not. But right, you know, it's a good good avenue to to show the new generation what's going on. So you think that's going to really get them more involved than hurt it? Yeah, definitely. We got to get. We gotta, I, I believe if you're just if you open a shop and you're selling products like trying to sell radios all day and speakers all day, you're not going to stay in business anymore. It's about the you custom. Need to, you need to know what you're doing and sell your service. Absolutely. You know, and that's that why business. people go to Unique to get a car customized because you know how to customize a car and make it look good. And then it's service, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like Sage done a lot of service calls. I remember one one time. Yeah. <laughs> so. T-Pain, big shot to T-Pain. <laughs> I said, yo, Sage, you got to come here. He was like, what? I said, "We." he wants these wills done tonight. I think we had to go to the, I think it was Hit Factory. I think we had to go there like at 1 or 2 in the morning. Was it? Was it yeah, something like that. It was 1, 2 in the morning. These are the kind of service calls we had to do. Right. I was like, yep. I said, Sage, can you please? I mean, he really wants, I don't know, he just. I guess I guess he starts at midnight to right. eight in the morning. Right. <laughs> so that was his. That was the beginning of that his was day. A, yep. And then you know, and then and then on and on and on. I mean, all of a sudden the, the hours were like shifting. I was getting guys to still come in early in the morning, but we wasn't finishing up to like midnight. I, it's just like it yep. never sleeps over there in Miami. I mean, <laughs> you know how it is. I got to tell you. You got to take care of your customers too, you know. Yes, at the end of the day, it's all about clients. I remember driving to Jacksonville to help somebody out for the day and driving back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then working after that. Yeah, uh, Will's yeah. like, "Hey, I need you to um, go to Jacksonville before you come to work this morning." <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I, I mean, it just yeah. it, it just never ends, and I think that I yeah. think that the. Somebody that wants to get into this business got to be very passionate and dedicated and not think it's going to be a nine to five because it's not. It's just not a nine to five job. It's the it's just it's no, about. The, no, it's it's about service. It's about your your client and it's about making them happy. 
And that making them happy is not in a time frame. It's just get the job done and make sure the client's happy. And then you'll be successful. I think it's a, a real simple yep. recipe, but to get to that process is, you know, it's long <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't love car audio and you don't love cars and you're not passionate about it, you're not working at my shop. You, you know, yeah. that's just, it's just the way we are. I'm really happy for you being on unique radio it means a lot to me because I, you know, I want this industry to succeed for the next generation. You know, I've got 30 years. I mean, it's, I've done so much in this industry, and it's been so good go. to me, and I want to give back. And I just feel that this podcast, Unique Radio, is really like a connection to the listeners and the fans and, you know, people that are thinking about maybe getting into this business. This is for them, and, yep. and that's why I'm doing it, to be honest. I mean, if anyone out there has, has a question, wants to talk to me about anything, I'm more than willing to, you know, help out with anything. Um, just hit us, you know, look us up online and call the shop and I'll, you know, I'm willing to help anyone. That's true. I've called Sage, you know, all hours and he's always available. So if you want to talk to yeah, Sage, just find him online and he'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Yep. Sage, can you tell our listeners where they could find you if they need something done, if they want to ask you a question, give us uh, your social, how they can reach you, your website and where you're located. We're Sounds Good Stereo. We're currently in Hollywood, Florida, which is central from, you know, Palm Beach to the Keys. Um, our, our website is www.soundsgoodstereo.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook. You know, look us up online. Okay. You can see our work in our portfolio. We do, you know, every type of vehicle. I, I'm glad right. that you was able to make some time for us this, uh, this afternoon. Thank you for yeah, joining no problem, us. Man. Good yeah. talking to you guys, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. No, thank you. Thanks, I appreciate Sage. it. I, 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 I. Unique Radio is powered by Oracle. Oracle has a product range where you will find many of the top brands encountered in the target industries of graphic film, reflective sheetings, and industrial purpose adhesive tapes. Visit willcastro.com and click on the Oracle banner to get a sample card with the newest unique colors by Will Castro. The Oracle brands are known and trusted in the industry for their consistent high quality, backed up by years of industry experience, top customer service, and excellence in meeting market requirements. Visit them on the web at orifolrestyling.com. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio. Are you there? So that was my boy Sage. Big shout to Sage. Thank you, man. Happy Father's Day again, Sage. So my man over here finally gets to join us. Hey. My man Ricky, what happened? It's Rick. Man? Oh, Wait, man. I was here the whole time. I was in the corner wearing <laughs> camouflage. You didn't see me standing with the lampshade on my head? <laughs> yeah, okay. And all black. <laughs> I yeah. wish I could have seen when you like just walked in. What happened? Did you have a car problem or something? No, I um car didn't start. No, the car's fu- the ignition is screwed, but it, it worked. It was just um, I was stuck at the light. Oh, the light, the that light, light. that light. Yeah, that Infamous. Is like a five, yeah, that light is like a seven-minute light. It's funny. Every time Will texts me, where are you at? I always respond back at the light because he, like, instinctually he knows. <laughs> like, at that certain time when he's expecting me and he hits me up, it's always when I'm at that light. 
I'm always I always feel like at that light I'm rolling the dice. You know, I, I look around to see if there's any Suffolk cops, mm-hmm. and you never know because it's at that that cross section. Yeah, they could be in the parking lot by the right. mall. They could be. Yeah, your head has to be on a swivel. For yeah, sure. so it, <laughs> it, I was waiting for my moment, and I capitalized, and everything worked out. But that that's what that's what caused me to be tardy. I run that light. Yeah, me too. Run, I run it a couple of times. I'm like, I ain't got time for this. I would say three quarters of the time, I I don't even wait for it. You know what I also because it's such a clear thing. Yeah, when I also get really annoyed that I put my signal on to make a right into the driveway, like literally almost a mile behind, oh, you, because I know that yeah. people are going to be up my butt thinking I'm making a right into the next right use the ha- into the use next the main intersection. Like I was thinking that, and literally today, this I had my and this woman was up my butt, and I stopped my car, and I was like, and I gave her the like the hand, mm-hmm. and right. she just looked like. Because she knew. She yeah. knew she was up my butt. I'm like, lady, yes. I have my signal on for a mile. You can't right. even play yourself right well, now. Well, I'm lucky that my car looks like I'm a church lady. So <laughs> the cop is probably like, I don't want to pull over this old lady. On if the I was, way to church. Yeah, yeah. If, I was dri- truck. yeah if I was driving like a Hellcat or like a hooked up car, the oh, cop would be licking go. his chops. But he just That's feels sorry crazy. for me. What else is going on? What, what do you guys got going on the rest of the weekend? Well, did you guys give any loving and emotional dad stories yes yes we did did, so oh we gotta get one from ricky yeah ricky can you give us one on the on the ride out because uh oh i can tell you the time my dad almost got me stabbed (laughs) we were on our way to yankee stadium no seriously it's it's a good story it's a good story we were on our way to yankee stadium and my dad grew up in washington heights and it's a big Dominican contingent. And ah, soft. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, big shout he, out to the Heights. Yeah, he grew up in in a, an area where he got into a lot of fights and stuff. So you'd think that as he got older, he got more mature. That's not the case. We were on our way to Yankee Stadium, and we we're on the subway. And some guy, my dad was holding onto the rail, and some guy like was bumping into him because it was crowded. So my dad pushed him and. Almost got into a fight with them. In the train? In the train we on the way to Yankee. We just, we, you missed out. We were talking about the train. Yeah, we were talking about congested trains. Oh, wow. Oh my God. So, you guys, so you guys are scuffles? Yes. Yeah, so my dad basically takes, but he does it in a way where he didn't just push the guy like through the chest. He took his hand, grabbed his face, and pushed him back, which oh, is like no. a declaration oh. of yes, war. Yeah, absolutely. So the guy pulls That's out an, a knife and goes to like stick my dad, and my dad actually looks Dominican. I look like, you know, Yo, Greek or Italian. Everybody's carrying a switch yeah. blade. Yeah. So I, I got in the middle of them, and I guess the guy didn't think that I was his son. He thought I was just an innocent bystander. And he's, like, trying to get around me with a knife, and I'm just, like, <laughs> you know, like, moving right. back and forth. And then um, the the, uh, the train door opened, and I Stand just booted, clear him. Of the closing I just doors. booted him out. And he went to run back in, and it closed, and... Nice. Yeah, that right. was that was a, a that nice. was your. Fo- Do you have another one? Yeah, like a that? nice, yeah. like a nice memorable. Yeah, we're gonna leave. Yeah, we want you to, Listen, is- everybody's family's different. I mean that that is a nice story for some families. The love and, and you know that. Hold on, it's a love story that someone almost got killed. And yeah, then the, and, the, and it sounded like the door saved them. R- Ricky loved his father so much that exactly. he booted the guy out of the train. Oh, wait, I put myself in harm's way for my dad. I want right. to know: Did your dad say anything to you after the fact? Like, oh, thanks, I love you, son. That, that right. You almost took a knife from me. No, he was like, "Don't tell your mother." <laughs> <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag now. There yeah, seriously. Go. Actually, you know what? That is true because. Dads sometimes get a little crazy. Right. I, you know what? Now I can relate. I remember I was at a Yankee game. Now that we're going to get into some of these little crazy stories. So my dad takes me to the Yankee game. 
and everyone's drinking here. yeah and everyone's drinking beer mm-hmm. and there was an obnoxious fan that was next to me and he kept on like kept on kept on and my dad was trying to tell him yo chill out chill out my son is right here all of a sudden my dad starts fighting with this guy no. mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, nice yo my dad was no joke like there was always and there was always a maybe an altercation most of the around time around the corner so my mom didn't want me take you know he she, she didn't want me to go with him a lot of the times because you never know that he would just have a short temper so i can relate to well my dad like it's funny just to back up your story my dad when my mother was pregnant with me it was the same thing at a ball game some idiots were pouring beer down her back and my dad Whenever he would get into a fight, he would say, hold my glasses. So my mother starts screaming like, help. You know, she knew. He was gonna, so he just turns around and just cracked the guy in the face and broke his jaw. And basically the two other guys were like, oh, you know, like totally right. freaked out. But I mean, I, my, that was when my mother was pregnant with me. So I kind of have a fun dad story. You know, I, I gave earlier a story that my dad gave me like life lesson kind of a story. But I do have kind of a funny story. It has to do with a car. Um, basically I must have been like maybe four or five years old and I was in the back seat of my parents minivan and my dad ran a red light it was like yellow just turned red and a cop pulled him over and I remember I was like in the back in the last like row and I was like shuffling to put my seatbelt on I don't know if they had me in a baby you know it was the 80s it was a little different back then I where how yeah. kids were in the car so the cop pulls you know pulls my dad over and comes to the window and my dad god I love him he's so slick he's like Officer, look, I, I know I ran the red light. The problem is, is that my daughter was in the back seat. She took her seatbelt off and I was telling her to put her seatbelt back on. Now, I had the choice to either break and almost put her in harm's way, put her in harm's way because her seatbelt wasn't on or 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 run the light and, and not get her hurt. Wow. And let me tell you something. My he dad didn't it. get a ticket. <laughs> nice. That's my quick, dad got off that ticket. I was like, thinking. my dad is slick. And to this day, we still talk about that story. He's like, do you remember the time when I ran the red light and I was saying that? And I was like, yeah, I remember that story. But it was true. It was true. But I have to say, my dad was really quick. I would have not thought about that. Not whatsoever. No, that's yeah, that slick. was a good one. Yeah, that, that, was, that is really a good, good one. one. So, wow. So, me and you, Ricky, have pretty similar families. Mm-hmm. We watch each other's back. Yep. You know nice. what it is, but we love each other, you know, and things like that happen in families. Yeah, my, I think we sometimes fight, fight our own family sometimes. <laughs> yeah, my dad always, <laughs> my, my parents always taught me, and this is what I always loved about my father and my mother, but it's Father's Day, so I have, obviously he gets the attention in this particular <laughs> instance, is they always taught me to treat people with respect, help people, be a good person, but don't take any you know what from people if someone tries to bully you or or hurt someone that you love you stick up for them and my dad led by example and i i'm not going to defend you know or not not to defend i'm not going to try and pretend like i'm not going to stick up for the people that i care about because my father stuck up for me so yeah my father showed me everything stand up for what you want stand up what you believe and just be courteous and respectful for others Mm -hmm. but make sure you're the the, 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 the loudest in the room. The alpha. Sure they, yeah. Um, type A. It is what <laughs> it is. I love my dad. Shout out to all the dads out there. Yes. And um, Jimmy, don't we have a uh, sweepstakes on the network on Velocity Social Media for the dads putting up a picture? I just put one up, actually, of my dad's 64 Impala. Nice. Which was one of my favorite ones. So what do they got on there on, on uh, Velocity? So tomorrow's Father's Day. So first of all, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, we just want to let you know that our network, Velocity, 
um, is running a sweepstakes. On their social, right? On their social media. So if you want to win some cool Velocity swag. Check um, out that Velocity. Check it out. What you're going to do is post a picture of you and your dad or you and your dad's car. Oh, I did. And use that. Yes, you did. That I did. was a cool photo. Hey, let me tell you something. I have my serious Sunday outfit, my G outfit. My dad picked me up. I'm riding shotgun. I don't what was that, I, a 63? It was a 64 Impala. 64 one of my Impala. favorite ones. My dad, rest in peace. I love you, Pops. Happy Father's Day to you. So make sure you put out a nice little post on either Twitter or Instagram. Using the hashtag What's Dad's the hashtag? Car Sweeps. That's Dad's Car Sweeps. Yes. Big shout out to Ebony. The Forget. contest closes today. So yes, make sure you yes, get it in there. Get that in there, please. Jimmy, that's awesome. They get some swag. Very nice swag. Actually, I'm going to be wearing one of my Velocity swags. I'm actually got a trip going to the West Coast. Cali. Going back to Cali. It's going to be very fun. Uh, big week for me. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting out there. And I uh, got a lot of meetings. Uh, maybe soak up some of the sunshine. Very nice. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a good week. But tomorrow is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And we are out. Unique Radio is a production of Willpower Films, executive produced by Will Castro, with senior producer Medina Parwana, technical producer Ricky Bonet, producer engineer Jim Bibby, with original music by DJ Bobby Castro, courtesy of Willpower Films. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe like and rate us on itunes you can find us at we unique radio